Every day I'm hustling, 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 hustling. Every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm hustling, every day I'm Welcome to a Cigar Hustlers Podcast, where we take a closer look at the people of the cigar industry. Welcome to episode 31. This week we talk to Hector J. Alfonso from Espinosa Cigars. Yes, it's on. Okay. You have to get closer to the microphone. Okay. We moved you back over to the to the non hot seat. To the standard. Oh. Special Saturday night edition. To the slap dick side. It's a Saturday night, but. Oh, wait, you know what? Your, your mic isn't even on. Well, that, wow. How's that? Is that better? <laughs> You're number three. Number three. Gotta move you up. Son of a bitch. There you go. How do I sound now? You, you sound like a professional <laughs> person. You know, I think my daughter's never heard the term slap dick, so she got. <laughs> so now I'm going to tell her it's a colloquialism, honey. It's only a Volusia <laughs> County thing. So you, know, you don't have to worry about that till I bring you back up here again. Right? Don't use it in school, whatever you do. Don't use it oh, man. It's her last year of school, and I can't wait. What's your daughter's name? Allison. The one of the game is Abigail. I have twins. Okay. So that's why the premature gray, you know. Right. So, uh, yeah, twin girls. So to give a little backstory, um, I was out there and I let Allison know that David was behind the register and if she, yes. you know she needed anything, and then right. I said, the other slap dick's <laughs> name is Evan. <laughs> <laughs> and she kind of looked at me like, yeah, he's like, yes, exactly what he said. Don't talk to him. Today's right. his last day. Welcome to the cigar industry, Allison. I've heard that. Right. Is that true? That is his last thing. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah, he's moving on. Yeah. Moving to a different place. Oh, yeah. No, no, he's gone. No, he's gone. He's gone. I thought his last day had already happened. Actually, I was surprised he was still here. Yeah. Well, I think uh, I think today is or tomorrow. Or no, something. I asked him. Uh, today. Today is today is the last day. All right. Cool. Wow. He'll be, he'll be missed. <laughs> Why are you laughing? It's that kind of show. Okay. Oh, you should just make. Oh, don't, oh, my God. Yeah, it's All a horrible right. soundboard. All right, now. All right, now I know what kind of show we're dealing with. All right. Yep, yep. Yeah, so, like, um, so normally we start, we, we talk, fuck. Normally we talk briefly about, um, you know, kind of what we've done the week prior and stuff. Yeah, we're and, uh, you and um, so what have you done this week, Mike? Um, we haven't even introduced not, our nothing. guy. No, we haven't started the show either. Want to do? Want to do the, uh, oh, he's texting. Yeah. You're going to text me the answers to the questions? There's questions? No. Oh, there's questions. There's questions at the end for you. Not for us. Yeah. yeah. All right. Ready? One, two, three, go. Oh, you start now? Yeah, we'll start now. Hi, I'm Mike. Hi, and I'm Mike, too. And this <laughs> is the Cigar, Cigar Hustlers, Hustlers Podcast. Podcast. Turn off that fucking bullshit thing. You. Oh, that I'll sounds terrible. It does. It does sound terrible. I'll turn it off. Okay. Like, I can always count on you to put in some fucking... I can horrible, edit those back in later. Horrible thing. Like, you need a board that's linked into the board. I know. I think I can hook the phone to the board. Yeah. But anyway, you want to introduce our, introduce our guest? Because he's already been talking and where you haven't said who he is. All right. All right, so we got uh, a special guest. I like to call him the number two of the Espinosa family, Mr. Eric Espinosa, one Hector Alfonso. Say hi, Hector. Well, hello, Mike. Mike. <laughs> oh, very nice. Well, that was, I've been waiting Deep. to use the radio voice all morning. Sultry <laughs> voice. We're here on Cigar Talk Radio. Cigar Talk. 108.9. So, 
now that I introduced them, can I tell you about a little? Certainly, go right ahead. So I was painting all day. Well, oh, not really all painting? day, but I mowed the yard hours. twice because it started raining. I fucking did that too. Yeah. Um, but I beat the rain. Oh, I got halfway done, and it dropped like twenty degrees when the rain came in, so I kept going till it got to the point where my wife said, "You need to stop." Very nice. Yes. So well, I finished right before I came up here. So I've showered three times today. That's I'm a triple shower clean. day. I'm very clean. Would you like to see the progress of uh, of the room? So I'm painting superheroes from my kids' oh, room. Oh, you you finally painting? Yeah, look, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. So oh, it's very nice. Yes, it looks great. So we're, uh, we're on the radio. There you go. I don't know. I'm not okay. an artist. Marvel Universe, though. Yeah. Cool. Marvel. So what I'm thinking is if you want to put it up on the Cigar Hustlers podcast so anybody can see it on the Instagram oh, page. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. Like yeah, just, that way, just send that to that me. That way there's a visual send instead of... I will. Okay. Sometime between now and eventually. So is this the one you want me to smoke? Yes, I want you to try that. All right. So what am I about to smoke? You're going to smoke La Se Provincia, which was our, uh, our our big launch at the show. All right. What that the hell is, is it? Well, this is a, this is a little ode to Cuba pre-revolution Cuba. Okay. You know, not to be involved in the romanticism of uh, uh, the Robinus family and uh, Laguito and right. Cohiba and all that. It's, it's, it's a little tribute to Cuba of our parents. My parents came from Cuba in the early 60s. Oh, wow. Eric was born in Cuba. I was born in the States. And uh, what we did was we wanted to come out with the cigars to represent each of the original six provinces of the island. Right now, they're up to like 18 provinces. Oh, wow. So back then, they didn't need all that infrastructure, obviously. So, right. so Eric is actually Cuban? <laughs> Eric is actually Cuban. I didn't fucking know that. I thought he was I like, don't, you know. To be honest with you, I don't think he has a green card, bro. So if we can... <laughs> I just need a couple more months to retire and get positioned at the place so we can just do a little slide, off, slide right in. Slide right know. in. And, uh, yeah. No, Eric the was born dice. Our parents, you know, our parents are, are the ones who came, are the, the first ones who came. They didn't come because of finances okay. or because they just wanted wanted to come to the state where they came because they, they had stuff to take and they, you know, their dream was crushed. So we had an artist. Uh, the idea started with uh, the, the son. The son had an idea about how we were going to package it. Right. He kept thinking of a, a box that swung, that swung on a pivot. Right. So from there, he, we designed that. And then what's going to be the idea? Well, the idea, let's do, let's do something not necessarily Cubanesque. That's one of those words you get tired of hearing in the, in the industry, Cubanesque. Right, right. So we wanted an, you know, this, an, a distinct cigar. Fine Cuban seed. Yeah, you know, I'm so tired <laughs> of all this Cuban seed, you know, uh, touched by a Cuban guy at the airport, which makes a Cuban. <laughs> right. So <laughs> blessed by, by the thighs of Cuban Blessed women. by Cuban Greece. So we got a, a local artist. Uh, he, did, uh, he did some scenes from Havana, which was the first province. So there's six of them. There's uh, Havana's the first province. So if you look at the artwork of the box, on the band you can't, but on the artwork of the box, which we have two, we have the swing box, which we made 300 of those, and then we have the regular 10-count box, which will never go out of production. Uh, there's scenes from Havana from the 50s, the 40s oh, and wow. 50s. You're not going to see any any statues to Che or any revolutionary crap in any of the art we're going to do. That's just, uh, that's just our feeling. All right, that's so that's nice. the plug that you get, but that's not what the show's about. <laughs> <laughs> I right, drove well, 300 thank, miles. Give me a give thank, me, thank you. Right, that's coming it. in. Uh, thank you. That was the uh, opinion of me, not the station and or it's <laughs> <laughs> Right. So, um, so the podcast is mainly about you know the people of the industry. Oh, cool. Right. I'm done so, with like, that. you know, everybody and their mother could put together a fucking show about you know. Oh, tell me this, but you know, oh, I taste cedar and right. Yeah, no, I agree with you. Yeah. So here's what's really cool about having you on the show is one. Uh, you are a part of the inner circle of the fuck that guy, the FTG group in 
Caribbean cigars. Oh, he's, he's part of the sewing circle. Yes. I am part of the sewing oh, yes. circle. I am. In, I, I hate to toot my horn, but I'm one of the original members. Yes, oh. he is an OG. <laughs> I heard last week I, it was on like a Thursday or something. Though. We had a huge crowd last week. Yeah. Huge crowd. And the best guests are not manufacturers. As much as I hate to tell you that, being that we're both manufacturers right. now, or, or brand people, right. it's, the, it's the reps. The reps oh, yeah. are the best when they sit down and tell you shit. You're like, what? <laughs> he goes, that guy's sleeping with that guy. <laughs> and then he did him, and then you know, and then he kissed her. <laughs> oh, that is fantastic. And we have nice. the reps down there. I mean, they're not a lot of independent reps, but the reps, you know, like uh, right. uh, Peter Hernandez, right? On uh, Alfred, who Alfred looks like he's just Alfred looks like he's like you know. Like he's a little slow, like he's like on the half of the small bus. Right. But Alfred, no shit. And Jack's uh, Jack's a Yenta. I mean, there, there's no bigger. <laughs> there is no bigger Yenta than Jack Jones. It's And it's not that he tells you things, because he's, he's a little tight on stuff. But everybody tells him. So they look at him. Jack has that face like, oh, I need to tell you a secret. Right. right. <laughs> and Jack holds it for like 30 minutes. <laughs> Then it's out, you know. Then it's out. He tells yes. So in essence, if you don't, if you want to let everybody know in the cigar industry something, all you have to do. I know there's two people that you can say, "Hey, I got a secret for you." One of them's obviously Jack Tarano. Yeah, you've told me that before. And then number two is Spencer Drake. <laughs> Just don't fucking. Oh, the, I love the Drake though. Oh, my <laughs> the Drake God. is good. The, the Drake, Drake is, is good. good. The Drake came to the store about three months ago. It was a great night. It was a, the Drake was there, and so was. Uh, uh, the guy from Tatuaje's his brother, uh, Casey. Right. Casey. Casey was there, and Jeff uh, Casey Hogan was there. Right. And then from Jeff Gruber was there, and Jeff Gru- he got Jeff Gruber drunk, which was great. I mean, Jeff uh, Gruber, Jeff Gruber drunk, drunk is Gruber hilarious. Is <laughs> it's hilarious yeah, because he looks at you like you know. It is bar. And he's and you know you and and I try to, and I say this as heterosexual as I can. He's just a pretty mother. Can you bat a curse on here? Yeah. yeah of he's just a pretty motherfucker. Yeah. You know? <laughs> So you know, I'm not ashamed. I'm like, of I wouldn't be stuck if I had to be stuck in prison. Like all the people to be stuck with, you know, <laughs> Jeff Gruber, not the Spence, you know. not not the Drake. Right? No, no, no. no, 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 no. The, the, yeah, the Drake's the, yeah, the Drake's too hairy. And just stuff. too hairy, yeah. and he looks sixty. He's old. He, he's yeah. like ten years younger than me. He looks like twenty years old. He's had a hard life. He's weathered, man. Yeah. Texas is rough on people. I heard. Yeah, for sure, for sure. And I saw him play ping pong. Did you watch him play ping pong? You had it. was right between us. Yeah, we had a good angle of it. We had a good angle of it. His wife's good. His wife was kicking his ass. So at the IPCPR. Um, the Hiroshi Roban. Oh, I'm sorry. The White Hat Distribution Company. I didn't uh, see a single white hat there, by the way. <laughs> there was not one white hat amongst not them. One white hat amongst them. <laughs> However, uh, they had a ping pong table that they uh, used in to keep themselves occupied. Now, um, Corinne, that's different. Yeah, yeah. Spence's Spence's wife is really is pretty good at it, and I, I like I glanced over a couple times, and you could see that Spence was getting fucking peeved, and he like. Chuck the ball like right at her a couple times out of anger. I'm like, oh, that's not good. No way. From what I understand, she played tennis. She was a she was a, a collegiate star. Oh, that's no, why. No. That's the rumors you heard. We were we were watching. I don't. I didn't get to watch a lot of the games. Though I, every time I looked over, Spence was retrieving a ball. Right. So that's the way I look at it. I'm going to assume my hypothesis is that he got his ass whipped. Man, did he marry up? Plus, she she put a spike on him. The ball bounced and went like beyond the. He had to walk down to the carpet area. <laughs> Then he came back. Well, I've got a client. I've got somebody here to see me. You know, so I walked over and wrote on the ball in your face. <laughs> he was nasty on his ass. Got fucking. So Christ. this is like, a, we're gonna get to rip on stuff and people can we rip? No, well, yeah. Oh no, yeah, 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 no, no, yeah, no, no. I could do whatever you, could, you yeah, want. Sixty questions, right? right no, so that's what's you know. This I like is, that. I like that. That's it's, cool. It's very open form, right? You get to talk about whatever you want to talk about, but um, you know, we also it's important to us that we get a little bit of your story too, and uh, kind of you know. 
some of the shit that you did in life and how you found yourself into the fucking cigar industry, right? As well as um, working with Espinosa. Well, I'll tell you, it's uh, I as as Mike. Are you Mike one or Mike two? And I think that we gotta I'm have. Two. I, I'm Mike I, two. I gotta be honest. I think we're ten minutes in, and I'm already like. When can we get Hector back on the show? <laughs> <laughs> I can remote from the studio. <laughs> if you guys need me. Uh, well, let's see. I, uh, I'm, I'm going to be 52. I just turned 52. So I joined the Army when I was young. I finished high school at 17, joined the Army, got out of the Army. Uh, I worked in the signal security. As soon as I got out, I started to look for a job in, in law enforcement. That's what I wanted to do. So I had to wait a few months and got hired by Miami-Dade Police. And I've been with them ever since, 29 you're, you're years. You're technically still with them. Still with them. I have another... I can leave in May of next year. I'll have 30 years. I can leave. However, my choice to leave is kind of held up by our current situation with oh, right. the, uh, the, the, real, the real fuck those guys, which is the FDA. Right, right. So, um, you know, I just can't... You can't give up a career and you right. know, the benefits and the retirement and not knowing where we stand. So, uh, around 2011... When the I think the right on the very middle of the recession that hit in South Florida, uh-huh. the bomb, the uh, housing boom took a shit. Tourism was bad. The mayor decided to balance the budget on the back of his employees. Another message from me, not the station and the sponsors. <laughs> and, uh, and I look at it this way: What's he going to do? I can leave. By the time he gets the paperwork done, I'm out. So uh, I had to, we took salary cuts. Everybody took salary cuts, and then there was no more overtime. And at that time, I was working in probably the best assignment I'd had. I worked in internal affairs. But I worked on the criminal side, which was we didn't do cases like, oh, this officer was rude and mean to me or he gave me a ticket. We were like, hey, this guy's this guy's dealing drugs or this guy's protecting drug dealers or this guy's running numbers. So we were working real cases where we were arresting people. So uh, I had to take a second job. I mean, I'm I'm just not svelte enough to do home invasions, you know. So I had, <laughs> even though I had access, I we couldn't squat it off. I mean, it was we knew who was home, so we right. the, but uh, I just I, I just have that unforgettable kind of face. So I was like, and uh, I said, well, I need to do something. So my local cigar store, which I went to, Saudi Hawana and Sunset, he goes, hey, I need somebody to work on the weekends, strictly cash under the table. I said, I can do that. So uh, it's not going to make up for the 10 to 12% that I lost. I mean, right. I'm talking $15,000, $16,000. But it was enough that on the weekends I'd work. And uh, after a couple of years, I met Eric Espinosa. And Eric came into the shop. It's funny. He was one of those weird reps. Because right. I watched reps come in, and reps would work. Well, I'm telling you, reps work you. Oh, hey, look oh, at yeah. this. Look at this. Yeah. And look at this. Or the guy who sits with the booklet, and he goes, I have 13. Oh, I don't want to talk about Jeff. All right, I have, uh, <laughs> I have a lot of lines. <laughs> I have a lot of lines, man. And, you know, and, and, but I saw, and I, I go, who's that guy? And they went, oh, he's a rep. I go, he's playing dominoes. Right. Well, shouldn't a rep be trying to sell the guy? He goes, no, that guy reps Rocky Patel on Drew Estate. The owner's going to come to him. Right. And absolutely. The owner went over and said, uh, all right, I need T-52 and a number nine. Right. I need this. He did all the Rocky stuff. Right. And then Eric would say, hey, I don't see any 601 on the show. Yeah, let me take some 618. Hey, you're out of Mosquito. And, and Eric would put his stuff in. And I was like, wow, that's I was pretty impressed. I mean, to be honest with you. Right. So about a year and a half goes by. I start, you know, he does an event. I look on Facebook. As a fanboy would, I fan, I friend him on Facebook, and I'm like, man, we know a lot of the same people. So I tell him, I go, how do we, and not from the industry, I mean, from high school, how do we know these people? He goes, I live in Carroll City. I said, so did I. Well, the funny thing is, he lived on 47th Avenue and 190, he lived on 44th and like 198, and I lived on 47th and 168th. The 47th was the divider in Dade County for two distinct, two different schools. I went, if you lived west, you went to American High. If you lived east, you went to Carroll City. So we had 
friends that went to the feeder schools, right. and then some went to Carroll City, and, and some went to American, like I did. I never met him. I'm a year older than him. He would have been okay. class of 80. Eric was class of 85. I'm right. class of 84. So I just want you to know that was the same year I was born. Just throwing that out there. I was a class of 85. Oh, you know. Yeah. Well, you I'll, guys are fucking I'll comment old. on that. I'll comment on that later. <laughs> yeah. We still got time on the show. I don't want to get fucked right. We got all the time want, in the world. I don't want to get right, bounced you know? off here. You know, <laughs> shit, I just got on. He's already talking about bringing me back again. He's like, exactly. fucker, you know, you're out. <laughs> so, uh, so uh, uh, you know, a year goes by or so, and he calls me one day. And I'm leaving the station, and he called. Hey, uh. And if you've never talked to Eric, it's a tr- it's 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 great to talk to him on the phone. His phone calls are like Western Union telegrams. Right. They're very short, concise, bro. You all right? All right. <laughs> <laughs> what does fucking guy call me for? I, mean, I, I don't know what just happened. I think I might know, have got a job. You know, I have no idea. Place an order. <laughs> you you might have, you could have just sent me a text message for that. Right. And I think he gets it from Jonathan because from what I understand, Jonathan sends those yo. Right. Text messages and then nothing else for like four weeks. Right. So and like he calls word. me. What are you doing? I said I'm leaving the station. He goes, uh, Hey, bro. Uh, this is February of 2012. Yo, uh, meet me at the Home Depot on US on 27 right off the Turnpike. I'm like, all right. I get in the car. I drive. Got a dead hooker in the trunk. This is. This is. And then I was thinking as I was driving there. It's an unusual place to want to meet someone. <laughs> But I said, you know, I got my service on. piece. I'm okay. Well, <laughs> yeah, funny you should say that. So uh, I get there. I go, all right, where are you? He goes, all right, uh, I want you to leave there. Drive, go out of there. Make a right. <laughs> and go about a mile. And then on the right-hand side, I'm like, oh, this is how they whack Joe Pesci. Fuck that. I'm not, I'm not falling for that shit. I saw, I saw that guy. I saw that movie. You know? Right. So when I get to these blue warehouses, he's there. I pull in. I parked like five or six bar spaces away from him. Right. And then I, I'm wearing a T-shirt with a shirt over the top. So when I get out, I open up my T-shirt so he can see that if there's any funny business, he's going to get lit up. Right. <laughs> so, uh, <laughs> Bro, so, it's not that kind of meeting. So I, uh, I go, uh, hey, what's up? Hey. So we kind of look at each other. Okay. <laughs> Why the what, fuck are we here? Is there something that we need to bury? I mean, <laughs> but the thing is, at the point, in that point in our relationship, even though had that been, we weren't at that level of boys yet. Right. <laughs> like, I've, Mike, I've met you 10 or 12 times. Right. We're not burying a hooker together. Right, right. I'm going to yeah. tell you, look, I'm not going to say shit. Good luck. Right. <laughs> right. So, I mean, we weren't I'm boys. honored you called me. I'm honored, but, <laughs> but I'm, I'm but, glad I know. was the first guy that you thought would help you. Right. However, I'm not that guy. I'm not, you're, I'm not guy. that guy. Right. I mean, you know. We're not at so, that uh, so he's like, uh, this is going to be uh, the new Espinosa cigars. At the time, he was going, they hadn't announced, but they were going to do the, the breakup of B&O. Right. Him and Eddie had decided to part ways. Right. Eddie, were, Eddie, Eddie Ortega. Ortega. Right. So I'm like, oh, well, Mazel Tov. Because right. Eric, I like Eric. I go, hey, man, congratulations. What can I help you with? What do you need? Right. What do you need from me? I thought it was going to be, hey, you know, inspectors or, you know, and he would have been out of gas. He was in the city of Highland Gardens. There's shit I could do there. But... I felt honored. You know, I welcome right. me. How can I help you? He goes, I want you to come work for me. I was already working at the store. I was working seven days a week anyway. So I'm like, uh, well, what I, do I don't you, have uh, a free day. What do you right. need? What do you want to do? What do you want me to do? He goes, I will figure it out. We figured out. <laughs> we figured out. And that he always talks and he always leaves things kind of open ended like that, which uh-huh. always makes me think back to my days in the IA where I'm like, yeah, people get in trouble when they always say, hey, we'll think about it. <laughs> you know, I like con- concrete and concise <laughs> right, things. Right. So uh, 
we, you know, I said, sure, bro, whatever you need. I don't, he gave me a key. That's an empty warehouse. He gave me a key. Of course, after he left, I opened it up just to make sure there wasn't anything I'd need. Just to make sure <laughs> he wasn't getting one. ahead of the, the marijuana stuff. You know, just, I'm like, what's going on here? I came in with a black light. There was no blood. Everything was good. So uh, I, 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 I was like, okay, what are we going to do? We'll figure it out. So we, his at the point at that moment they they weren't sure he was going to break up. What do you know? They was there. They weren't sure that there was going to be a dissolution of a dissolution of the company. He wanted to open that up as a bundled business for his son, and he wanted an older guy, somebody to help him, somebody a little, somebody who could be there and support him. You know, right, because a little more season. Yeah, more he wanted to give strategy. his kid, and he wanted to give his kids. His kids been working cigars since he was sixteen years old. I mean, the kid, the kid knows retail. The kid, the kid now is you know he's learned a lot in the right. last seven or eight years, six years, seven years we've been together. So I said, sure, whatever you need. And then a couple of weeks later, we find out Eddie puts out a cigar. You know, it's ever, ever, Eddie already had a cigar in the chamber. Shots fired. Yeah, there were shots, shots fired, fired. And then we had to hustle. And then we found the guy at Lazona. And we got everything done by May. And then, you know, we were always behind the eight ball for the first couple of years. Mm-hmm. But we, you know, uh, the Bunker Buster really kind of started turned helped us turn the corner and then Laranja was the one that really that's, that's what really really put us ahead and then uh, as thing as as you would as funny as you would think Eddie came to us three years in and asked uh, two years in and asked us to do a cigar for him him and Sean Williams put out a cigar called uh, Larceny right and he asked us to make it which I thought was and I know he felt good about that I mean, so that's a big win that's a big yeah, win for is, him yeah. and I'll tell you what he's we're, we're night and day kind of guys I mean right. I'm organized. I'm, you know, <laughs> I'm, I'm A to Z, and he's uh, he's A to D to D to Q. You know, he's a, he's back and forth, and I'm not like that. I'm super structured. I've I've been in law enforcement in the military. It's all I know. Right. This is how it goes. You have a problem. You've seen that flow chart. Does it work? Yes. Don't fuck with it. That's my that's my. <laughs> uh, the, no. Did you break it? No. Okay. No problem. Don't fuck with it. I, 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 that's my. No. He's he's kind of all over the right. place, and I think it all comes down to the fact that. Um, I'm not. I've never been in the business. He's in the business, and he's a salesman. And right. salesmen shoot from the hip, bro. You know, right. boom, yeah. boom, 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 boom. He's always he's, he's light. He's light on his feet, man. He's always thinking. He's thinking about the, the how to make the deal, make the deal. And I wasn't. I wasn't ready for that. It, it really wasn't what I knew. But you know, uh, we've been together now. Well, let's see, about a year, about six months in, uh, he says, I need to go to Nicaragua. Because we went to Nicaragua once, and we we blended a cigar. And he tells me, he goes, I want you to go back to Nicaragua, and I need you to go to Nicaragua. And I go, well, when are we leaving? He goes, no, just just you. You want me to go to Nicaragua? Yeah, yeah, I, 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 you got a good palate. I like where your head's at with that. And go work with them, and let's, and that's been my thing ever since. And I, I just like our friend Skip, I don't, that master blender thing bothers the shit out of me. I'm not a master blender. I know what he likes. Right. And I know what the guys who we make cigars for like. Right. Which makes it a lot easier. Don't get me wrong. Now, working with AJ, it's a little more eyes awake, you know, like that cigar we made at AJ's. I mean, it has two tobaccos that we've never sourced before, and a wrapper that we've never used. We've never used Havana 2000. So, you know, and he's... It's really uh, fucking good, by the way. Thanks. Yeah. Don't, don't, can we replay that when the pitch comes later? All right. <laughs> I'm going to do what Groover's never got to do, dog. I'm going to put that... <laughs> I love you, Jeff. All right. So, uh, you know, it's now things are a little different. Now, you know... Look, I was on a podcast a couple of months ago. Mm-hmm. I was on with uh, Coop, who... Mm-hmm. He, you ever seen Coop yeah. Smoke? Yes. Yeah. Yeah, I have a theory that... Can we go off topic all the time, right? Uh, no, whatever, whatever you want to do. In about 10 years, 
They're going to crack a cold case. <laughs> Somewhere between North Carolina and Las Vegas where they're going to find a string of bodies that only happen in June and July. <laughs> and it's Coop who's been killing people on the trade back, to July, back and forth. And it's going to happen. He's probably going to find an RC can with some DNA on it. And they're going to, and the Coop will be in a retirement home. You know, and they won't be able to do anything to him. But, you know, I'm sure Coop will probably count for 40, 45 bodies by the end of this. By the time I retire, you know. I love Coop. Coop's the best. So, uh... Where were we? Oh yeah, so you know, it's that's that's what it is. You know, I go, I, I, a lot of the every he has final say on all the blends, right? Which you know, it's it's hard to kind of the people don't understand that. You know, you, when you try to, it's like trying to explain what your job is. Sometimes people don't get it. Look, I'll go to Nicaragua, I'll work on these blends. If it's for some, if it's for you, you have final say. Mm-hmm. Right. And if it's for it's for, it's for us, he has final say. Right. Uh, hey, Hector, uh, bro, you know what? This is good, but you know what I'd like? I'd like a little more sweetness in this. He he assisted in the in the blending process. Mm-hmm. So it's hard to you know, but people don't. It's it's you don't want to run across them. I mean, I know the guys in the media don't want to meet a manufacturer who have eighteen blenders. You know, they want to know who who's the most who's the main guy. Right, yeah, who's the the, guy? and that's fine. I, I I'm the main guy, and Eric has no problem with that. But he has final say on everything. Well, um, what's kind of crazy to me is. <clears throat> You know, I think that a lot of the the most successful um, businesses in uh, uh, definitely in the cigar industry, but as well as you know, kind of blanketing, has your systematic individual and your sales individual, right? I I agree with you completely. And it makes a big difference when you have that you know system between the two of them. Right. Look, look I made it, it a point. Better. I made it a point to learn what he likes. And then you know, the blending part is easy. Right. Will he like this? Look, we're two different guys. I like. I like a little fuller cigar, a little less body. I like toothy wrappers, you know, right. I like dark wrappers. Mm-hmm. Eric likes spice. He likes a lighter wrapper. It's not that hard, you know. It's not that hard when right. we're doing stuff for him. So, the the key is the key has always been to try to make something different. And there's just so many. I mean, Jesus Christ, there's so many. So, so many. you make this at AJ's factory. We we make that at AJ's factory. So why? Did you decide to go ahead and make a cigar at a different factory when you guys own your own? AJ, AJ and Eric are. I, I, if I told you they were friends, it was. It would be. It would be under. It would be underestimating or not. It would be minimizing their relationship. Right. They're boys. Right. So. So they're, they're like a married couple. Not that kind of boys. I mean, <laughs> I mean, they would run a cell block together, but they right. wouldn't be together. Right. You know, I don't want to say. No, they're, no, they, he, <laughs> no, they're they're friends. I mean, they're they're kind of similar guys. They're both alpha guys. You know, they're right. both they walk. You know, they both talk. They talk good. They talk of the game, and they're both competitive. And they, so they're they're very they're peas in a pod. So. At Lazona, Lazona's a small factory. Guys say, oh, my God, I can't wait to take a tour of Lazona. I said, well, take 15 minutes. Come on, I'll show you. Right. It's a 15-minute tour. Yeah, right. but you know, the patio is bar none. Oh, the pat- nothing beats the patio. That's all, it, the only view better than our patio is Drew Estates. Right. And they have, you know, a villa, right. <laughs> which right. we don't have. But uh, the... the, the <laughs> so... Uh, we're a small factory. I like how you digress. Though. Yeah, let's get back to that. I mean, uh, that's the that estate at Swisher is beautiful. So uh, <laughs> almost spit up on. I that. told you we gotta have Hector on again. Yep. Uh, so uh, just don't. I don't want to be the Barry Stein on the show. Just so you know. Oh, no, uh, that's never gonna happen. Don't let the similarity no. you know, fool you. you know. Right. Because I'm not gonna park the car and have a yacht for that. For that. All right. So. Uh, <laughs> so we're a small factory, man. We don't we don't source a lot of different tobaccos. You know, we we source what we like, what we use for our stuff. Right. So a chance AJ's like, bro, why don't you make make some of this stuff here? 
you know, stuff with broadleaf, the stuff with Mexican, the stuff with the, with the material that costs you more. It's going to cost you less for me to make it than for you to buy the material and make it. You can't really turn your back that, on that. I can't turn that right. down. You can't turn your back on that. Got, and, AJ's got access to some great tobacco. And let me tell you something. Sure. When it's time to make that cigar, so I get there on a Wednesday. I get there on a Monday because you got to go see him. And if you've ever been to go see AJ, you, there's no such thing as the half-hour visit. I'm like, I'm gonna. I told Eric, I'm gonna pop in. I'll pop out. He goes, <laughs> Yeah, okay. So you know, you go see AJ. He walks you around the place again for the fifteenth time because I've already seen the factory fifteen times. Right. Shows you the same pilong like three times. What do you think of that? Are you sure? <laughs> said, yeah, you showed me that ten minutes ago, bro. All right. It was great. Walks back right around, now. and then he opens it up. Que tu crees de tu monstruo? Que tu crees? He's like, It's the same pilong, right? Oh yeah, see, let me show you. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's so involved. I'm telling you, he's so entranced in his place that is just you know he wants to show you that and, it, and it, what do you think so after I've got to know him a little while I'd fuck him he goes so what do you think of that I go now you guys really fucked up that thing with that oval <laughs> <laughs> he kind of looks at me like yeah, fuck you fat guy I go oh you hurt my feelings because you called me fat bro please I've had better people than you call me <laughs> get out of here I've been insulted by better people than you so no AJ AJ really offers offers us a chance to do it there and then you know so I get there on a Monday I said look how about Wednesday we get together because Eric said hey you go to his place offer to do it with him right I said yeah absolutely so I go AJ you know Wednesday he goes no yeah, Wednesday I'm going to be out of the country he doesn't say this in English he says all in Spanish by the way right. I'm going to be out of the country and uh, you want to come blend here picks up the phone hey Fat boy's coming on Wednesday. Give him whatever the fuck. Well, he says it uh, in, in in a loving way, you know. Right, right, Godo, right. Godo's coming on on Wednesday. Give him whatever the fuck he wants. So I get there Wednesday and I meet the little Nicaraguan guy. And when I mean he's a little guy, I mean he's like two thirds of a guy. <laughs> but this guy's got like no body fat. And he's let me tell you what, if you had to scrap with this guy, you had to, you better think about it. This guy, he goes. Don Hector, he shows me around. He shows me all this. This is this, and this is that, and this is that, and this is that. I'm like great. I go, where's the stuff for me to use? He goes, no. So <laughs> this is all, all of this. I go, do get it. Well, let's start with that Ometepe right there. Never used that before. And, uh, <laughs> what's that? That's the Hochi Hochi. Drink that? Yeah. Right. So the guy brought everything. We did some blends right there on the table. That's I said, the these part. are good. Make me 40 of those, 40 of those, 40 of those. I had five blends. Make me 40 of those each. We had two with Sumatra that we weren't going to use, but we may use for a later project. It was three blends with Hawaii. And then it was a lighter version. The Hawan was a little lighter than this. It wasn't 2000. Uh, but then the second bird, you know, when he sent samples back, he goes, oh, yeah, look, try this this wrapper. This Hawan of 2000 four years old. You should try this. Which is not, hey, you should try this. You should try this. <laughs> right. Well, okay, I guess we're making it there. We should try this. <laughs> and, you know, I thought it was delicious. You know, uh, Eric would probably have preferred a lighter wrapper. But at the end of the day, the final result was was I mean come on I think that's the guard. I'm great. super impressed. By it, it got such great buzz at the show. I, it, I was we because it wasn't one of those releases at the show. And I, Eric's like, did you tell anybody about the cigar at the show? I go, I told a few people, but I didn't want to get caught up in Drew Estate trying to own the show because Drew Estate must have released. 300 SKUs at the show. It must have released no everything shit. at the show. And then, you know, Sokka, was ca- Sokka had a lot of, lot, of, lot of positive spin on his cigar. Right. So I didn't want to get caught up in that. I just right. waited till the show, put it in the right hands, and create some post-show buzz. Right. And, and it's done really well. I mean, it's, it's really, I'm very impressed by I'm very responsive by that. I think we've gotten to that level now that actually people come seek us out. We don't have to send guys walking through the corridor to body snatch reps, uh, rep, uh, salespeople, no, right. rep, uh, body snatch uh, store owners to come to the show, right. to come to the booth. Come in, take this out. So we're, you know, it's it, that's how it's been. And you know, I'm 
I'm very happy to, to be there. Uh, I owe it all to him. I mean, I could have. He could have called somebody else. I always refer to the nat. The did you ever guys watch Night Court when you were young? Yeah, fuck yeah, the bull. All right, well, there was an episode of Night Court where the guy asked John. He asked the judge. He goes, "How did you become a judge?" I heard you were 138th on the list. He goes, I was home. <laughs> when they rang, when the phone rang, I, I was home. And that's that's it. I answered the phone. Had I not answered the phone, there would have been somebody else here. Right. So, you know, I, I've always said I'm very loyal to the guy. You know, I, I, I love working for him. Is it easy? Yeah, not always. But <laughs> but you know what? That's what makes it interesting. They, it's a yin and a yang. And he... He, he listens to me. He takes my he takes my advice. He he at least listens to you. If we and so far we've 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 had a pretty good couple of years. I say the last three years have been really good for us. Where the first three years we were we were kind of flying a little blind because we were, you know, we started off behind the eight ball. You know, right. you know, we didn't have a cigar ready, but boom, we didn't have a booth for the first show in 2002. Luckily, yeah. Eric somebody gave us a booth. So you know, we we really we've come a long way. You Finding know? your footing is definitely hard. Finding our footing, and you know, and I'm happy to be. Cons- I ha- I'm happy for us to be uh, clumped in with those five or six or seven boutique manufacturers. I know a lot of guys hate the word boutique, but let's let's. What do you want to call it? Small, right. small. I'd rather. I think boutique has a much nicer There's panache a nicer ring to it. To it. Yeah, right. panache, that's, that's a good word. Panache. Yeah, it has a more panache. You know, when uh, we're, we're we seem to be in that conversation when they talk about Malolo stuff and they talk about Saka stuff and they talk about our Skip stuff and they talk about Brown James Brown stuff and they talk about they, we're in that conversation. You know, and uh, and now. Robert Hulse guy is in that conversation. I mean, he's so he's had a really cool. had a really good year, you know. So, yeah. I, I I think that's an honor. I consider to, to if you're going to be in company, that's a good company to be in. Yeah, he blew up pretty quick too, for yeah. sure. Well, but he you know he's he came out with some good cigars. Right. I think the key is coming out with good cigars and making stuff that's different. I mean, yeah, you know, you have your sweet spot. You know what you like, but every once in a while you got to do something a little different. And then you know you just got to get you know. Okay, this is going so well, and he's such an interesting man to talk to. We're going to go ahead and stop part one right here, and then you'll have to come back next week for part two of Hector Alfonso Sr. This is the operator with a collect ball from... Emory Jones. To accept the charges, press one now. All right, that's it, folks. Show's over. If you have any questions or suggestions for guests, leave them on our Facebook page, A Cigar Hustlers Podcast. You can follow the show on Instagram at A Cigar Hustlers Podcast. You can follow Mikey at Cigar Hustler, or you can follow me, Mike, at Florida Cigar underscore, Florida Cigar Club underscore Mike. Please rate, review, and subscribe on whichever of our providers you use.